My mother came home late one night in a panic. She was sure she was being followed. Her story is as follows. I was coming back from a friend's house. It was about 2 a.m. when I left, and I had a bit of a drive, mostly freeway. I was the only one on the freeway, zoning out and listening to George Norrie. I didn't notice another car had joined me, until they were riding right on my tail. I thought it was odd that they just wouldn't pass me since we were the only cars in sight. The car moved to the left lane and I was relieved that they decided to go around me. Until they didn't. Instead of passing me, the car stayed at my same speed exactly parallel to me. I thought it was a little odd, but probably just an accident on their part. The car was nothing special, just an old black car with a solo male driver. I decided to give the guy some space and slowed down about 60 miles per hour. From the left lane, he too slowed down until once again we were side by side. So I sped up to nearly 80. Within seconds, he gained speed and was right next to me. It became clear. This was no mistake. The only thing on my mind was not being alone with this car. I sped up trying to catch up with any other cars on the road. In the faraway distance, I saw a tow truck which became my target. As I raced to reach the truck, the car was parallel to me the entire time. I reached the truck just in time to see its signal and take the exit off the freeway. My mind was racing with every news story of drive-by shootings I had heard when I noticed a police car parked in the distance. The black car must have noticed it as well. He dropped way back behind me and got into the right lane. As soon as we both had passed the police car, the black car wasted no time in catching right back up. In hindsight, I should have pulled up behind the police car, but I had no idea what to say. I was being driven next to? I had to lose this guy. I slammed on the gas and was going about 95. He was doing 95 right next to me. I was so scared. I was driving way too fast. I didn't know what to do. I grabbed my phone and started to dial 911. He must have seen the light from my screen because immediately he dropped way behind me until I almost couldn't even see his lights. I sped up and took my exit, racing home. I'm a little nervous he saw where I got off, but I sped home so I don't think he was following me. I don't think there's anything I can do about it, except think twice about driving late at night. Back in about 2000 or 2001, I was driving by myself from visiting my mom in Colorado back to Arizona. I was in a station wagon and had a desk my mom had given me that was my grandfather's. I've always been scared driving at night that there's someone in my back seat that is going to get me. This might be because of too many scary movies or because my mom's paranoia rubbed off on me. I was in the army and drove back and forth a lot to visit her. She would get mad at me for sleeping at rest stops and gas stations. She would tell me that someone was going to kidnap me and kill me. But I just didn't want to be bothered with the hassle and expense of a motel. I digress. So... I'm driving an empty stretch of highway late at night with no other cars around. This red truck comes up behind me flashing his lights and honking his horn at me. I was thinking to myself that there was something wrong with my car or maybe there was something wrong with the desk and the hatchback because why else would he be so insistent on pulling me over? So I pull over and get out of my car. As I'm getting out of my car, 
He's directly behind me and still flashing his lights and honking his horn. I got to about the middle of the car and planned on going to the back to see what could have been wrong with my car. When it hit me, why? Why is he still honking at me when I'm out of my car? That's kind of odd. Then he gets out of his truck. That's when I knew something just wasn't right. I jumped back in my car and sped off. The next exit was 45 miles away or so. He followed me the entire time. I take the first exit and go to a crowded grocery store with a laundromat next to it. There was an ambulance parked at the laundromat with its lights flashing, and I was next to it. I figured if there was an ambulance, then eventually a police officer should come. The man stayed in his truck in the grocery store parking lot just watching me the entire time. I was terrified. I did not want to get out of my car and felt like an idiot and I'd have to tell somebody what happened. I waited about an hour and he finally left. After he left, I waited a little longer before continuing my drive back to Arizona. I was so paranoid and watchful for any red trucks the entire time. About five or six years later, I'm watching Unsolved Mysteries or some similar type of crime show with my hubby at the time. And what story pops up? One about a man on the exact same stretch of highway with a red truck and he used the same exact tactics to get a few women to pull over and murder them. I really am glad my gut told me that something was wrong and to get back in my car and drive. I'm a process server. If you don't know what that is, I basically deliver legal papers to people at their home or place of work. These papers could be anything from foreclosures to subpoenas to child support papers. I have to serve papers to plenty of criminals and just sketchy people in general so I always try to be very careful. Sometimes I serve papers at night because people tend to be home more often after 5 p.m. Sometimes I have to serve papers to people who live way out in the woods, in the middle of nowhere. These people are my least favorite to serve now, and I'll explain why. A few months ago, I had to serve a paper to someone who lived way out in the woods. I probably drove 25 minutes out into the middle of nowhere. It was also when there was still snow on the ground, and it was really dark out. I live in one of the most northern states, so winters are brutal. The situation already made me nervous because I was in the middle of nowhere, and I had bad cell phone reception. If my car broke down, or if I got a flat tire, I would be in major trouble. Once I started to pull up to the house, I decided not to pull all the way into the driveway because it didn't look well plowed, and I didn't want my car getting stuck. They had a short driveway that went up to a tall fence, so the back of my car was sticking out a few inches towards the road, because I didn't pull all the way in. When I went to walk up towards the house, I realized the fence was padlocked, and it was too tall to go over. There was really no way for me to get to the house unless I broke the padlock or somehow climbed up the fence. I was pretty sure the house wasn't being used, though, 
so I decided to just leave. I got back in my car and tried to back out. My front tires that were on the driveway got stuck in the snow. I tried to turn my tires different directions and it seemed to be working a little bit. I kept doing that and then went forward a bit and then back again to try to wiggle my way out. I was doing that for what seemed like forever, probably only five minutes, and then I started to get really nervous. I pulled a shovel out of my trunk and started to scoop the snow out from under my car. Once I thought it was good enough, I tried to back out again. It seemed to work a little bit, but it wasn't enough to fully get my car unstuck. And then I saw a truck start to drive up the road. At first, I was almost happy, because I thought no one would be out here. They slowed down when they saw my car and then started to drive over to my side of the road. I assumed they were going to get out or roll down their window and ask if I needed help. I turned around to wait for the truck to stop, but instead of pulling over to the side of the road, they parked directly behind my car. I remember how my stomach sank and I got this really terrible feeling in my gut. They pulled their truck directly and closely behind my car so I couldn't back up, even if I tried. If I had tried to back out of that spot, I would have T-boned them in reverse. I had to turn my body around to see the driver. They didn't get out or roll down their window. They just sat in the truck blocking me in. I couldn't see the driver very well because it was dark, but I knew it was a man. I think he was just waiting for me to get out of my vehicle, but I just sat there and kept my doors locked. We sat there for what felt like a really long time when another car starts driving up the road. The truck then starts to drive out from behind my vehicle and starts going up the road before the other car reaches mine. The car doesn't stop, but keeps on driving behind the truck. This is when I see the truck pull over to the side of the road and waits for the other car to drive by. This is when I decided I had to get out of this driveway because I was not waiting for the truck to come back for me. I put my car in reverse and instead of trying to inch it out, I literally slammed on the gas and my car shot out of the driveway backwards. I almost went into the ditch on the other side of the road, but I slammed on my brakes just in time. I then slammed on the gas again and drove my car into the opposite direction of the truck. I looked at my rearview mirror once while I was driving away and saw that the truck had started to drive away in the other direction. I was so relieved, but instantly my eyes started to tear up because I didn't really know what had just happened. I can't say what the other person was going to do, but deep in my gut, I felt like I had just escaped something terrible. I live in quite a rural part of the UK in a small town in Derbyshire of about 11,000 people. I love driving, and sometimes I like to go for drives at night by myself. I went to the garage to get some de-icer and saw it was such a nice night out. I'd finally got my radio fixed and decided to listen to some music and drive over the tops, which is an area of countryside near my town that's quite high up. It can be a bit creepy, but I quite like that, and it's also a UFO hotspot. I was driving about two hours ago at 10 p.m. with hardly any cars around and no street lamps in the area. I came out of the woods onto a straight and flat piece of road with fields all around. No houses or farms in the vicinity nearby. I saw something ahead of me and slowed down a bit. I got a bit close and realized it was an old Land Rover on my side of the road. It's pitch black outside and the car had no lights on and it wasn't in a lay-by. It was actually on my side of the road and it was stuck out a bit. 
I could have easily hit it if I wasn't paying attention. I didn't think anyone was in it and I didn't see anyone nearby. I thought it had been parked and left there. As I drove by, I tried to see in and couldn't see anyone in there, but it was dark. I pull around it. If another car had been coming towards me, I would have had to have stopped near it and waited. I'm glad that didn't happen. I looked back and saw the lights flashing over and over at me. It then started up and started to follow me, with full beams on and flashing the lights at me. Luckily I was near a crossroads and was going a lot faster so I drove off and lost it. I was terrified and locked my car. I got a bit lost in my panic and turned around in a pub car park. I was driving back home when I realized I was driving back that way on the other side of the road. I had calmed down a bit and tried to convince myself maybe it was someone needing help. But I got more freaked out as I drove down the road and locked my doors. I went all the way down and all the way to my town and didn't see that car or any other vehicles until I got into town. I scanned around as I went down the road and didn't see anyone around or any vehicles at all. So obviously, it wasn't someone wanting help. I'm not sure what their intentions were, but it freaked me out. We do sometimes get doggers out there, but not in that bit. And they have never waited on a proper road like that. Always in a lay-by or hidden away somewhere. My mom told me when I got home that a friend of hers has a brother who lives up there who also drives a battered old Land Rover like that who is known for stalking women. Might not have been him, but it still put the willies up me. The way it was parked like that, it's hard to explain without other people seeing it, but there was something odd about it, like they were waiting for a passerby or wanting someone to stop for them.